Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Paradise Paradox. Welcome to your darkest desires, spouting out from the toilet like a ghoulie in that horrible uh, horror movie from the 80s. That, I, is that a movie? I, I think that was a movie. I always remember the poster, Ghoulies, and it had, a, for some reason, it had this picture of this gremlin looking thing reaching out of the toilet like they were. You know, I saw that post and I was like, shit, is that what happened in toilets? You know, I had to check every time I went to take a dump. Or in case they snag something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ghoulie could come out and grab my ghoulies. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in this episode, I'm going to talk about a, a dream that a few nights ago. Mm. Not that type of ghoulie, but it, <laughs> it was definitely terrifying in its, in its own way. Yep. Terrifying when you don't realize you're dreaming. And what you think you're experiencing, although it might be odd for some, for me was completely normal. <laughs> so just a reality check. We should look into reality checks. I didn't do any reality checks, so I just continue with a dream. But it, right. it involves my, my boccia, which is my vehicle of choice today. Volkswagen, Beetle, Sedan. Grito. And, uh, you know, the adventures, the road trip adventure that turned into uh, outside this world, anti-gravity paranormal trip of my mind trip yeah, of my visiting some ancient ruins within the dream and discovering a whole other culture which you never knew existed but not yet we might find them yet <laughs> they're in peru i think <laughs> cool okay so check it out yeah check it out listen up Listen to the hot stuff dropping straight from the the butter nuts. This is, <laughs> this is what it is. All right, so so my name's Kurt Robinson. If I didn't introduce myself already, you I go. don't think we did. My name's Aaron Battle. <laughs> yeah, you go uh, go on uh, our Twitter. You can find me at, at Trouble Bubble, and I'm at Battle AZ. And uh, head on over to YouTube and press like and press subscribe or press dislike if you hate us and head on, head on over to the, the paradiseparadox.com. You can look through our old episodes and leave us a comment. Tell us what you think, what, what you liked, what you hated. Uh, did you think Aaron should, should have uh, made a different decision in his dream or done more reality checks, turn it into a lucid dream and use it to bang supermodels or something like that? Uh, and head on over to Facebook press like on Facebook and hover over the like button, press get notifications so you can jam those notifications into your feed just like, um, okay, I don't know where my no, mind is going. People do jam stuff, so. <laughs> you, okay, you jam, jam it like, like um, some jelly between two slices of bread with some peanut butter on there and uh, head on over to donate.theparadiseparadox.com because that's a place, a magical place where you can worship at the shrine of the Paradise Paradox and uh, say, say your prayers to your dark gods who are named Kurt and Aaron and uh, <laughs> give your blessing by donating a, f a few dollars. So it's a suggested donation is one dollar, one US dollar per episode that you like and we really appreciate it when you do that. Uh, head on over, give us a few satoshis, a few millibits, and, and uh, a few light coins as a you know going through the roof right now, heading directly towards the moon, just like Apollo Eleven didn't. And uh, yeah, thanks so much. What what did I miss? I just give I... me a thumbs up. Okay, thanks. and don't before we leave, don't forget to shop through our link on Amazon. 
yep. in case you want to get a little research on those Peruvian ancient civilizations <laughs> or many other civilizations or maybe I, this civilization. I don't think a book has been written on that yet. <laughs> um, no, but there's, there's civilizations out there Okay, that, okay. that, that have Some similar Machu Picchu. technology. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, let's get into it. share with you a little dream I had that blew my mind. It's completely different to, actually, I'll I'll start off with with saying that it's, it's, it was so intense Hmm. that it it was, um, it's, it earned itself an episode (laughs) to start with. So, so here we go. Okay. And the only other experience I can describe that that's like what I experienced in in this dream would be the uh, the last trip report of, of where I thought I died and I wouldn't come back. Right. Like that's the level of intensity that this dream, not last night, the night before. Okay. That episode that we recorded, it's called The Face of Death, where, where you, uh, you took a whole cocktail of drugs and, <laughs> and had an experience where you, you thought you were watching your body be carried away by ambulance officers or something. Yeah. Is that that one? Yep. So classic okay. movie style death after death back to right. reality experience. Okay. Um, Just like from Enter the Void except in that one. Well, that that was, one. <laughs> it was exactly like that. But um, in my defense, because that was completely reckless and irresponsible, mm. it was going to, uh, it was out, out at a party with a wide group of friends mm. that all had their different preferences in how they liked the party. Mm. And to want to keep up with everybody, that's what happened. <laughs> so um, Keeping up with the Joneses. That, Keeping up with the Coneses. Peer pressure, man. It's, <laughs> it's uh, lethal. Okay. So this dream started out reasonably normal. Mm. Just a road trip with mates. You were there. Joanna was there. Melissa was there. Um, and it's like, it started off, I, I would have thought we we're in Mexico, pretty normal countryside. We arrive at this little town. We drive into the towns and most Mexican towns have their, their arcs as you enter in and, you know, welcome to wherever. Um, and, and we're cruising around and we're trying to get our bearings of, you know, what's in this town and, and what's going on. And, uh, you know, we're all kind of hungry, so we're looking for tacos or, you know, a stand or, you know, what do they do here that was special? We found nothing. It was like, I don't know whether we got there real early in the morning or late in the afternoon. It's like, it was a dream. Time's irrelevant. But we're hungry, so we wanted to figure out, you know, what, what do we do? For some reason, we decided that to go and, and get eggs and tortillas and maybe some nopales. It was no doubt Joanna's idea. She's the cook. Um, yeah. So we started, we went to go look for like a... Um, a corner store or something like the, I'm not sure if there was nothing going on or whether that was just the idea. So, but during all this, I'm driving and I can't find a park. And it's like, and we couldn't find our way around the town very well. It was almost like, you know, outside here, you got construction and the next street over. Yeah. It was yeah. like, it was like that. So every, Plus you got all these crazy one way streets in Guadalajara, like every 
<laughs> pretty much every street is a one-way street. It was, it was kind of like that. We're yeah. trying to follow our way around, but there's really only one, one way. Yeah. So if it wasn't a one-way street, it was a construction zone <laughs> and we were, getting, we were getting nowhere. So first corner store we see, and it, wasn't, it was just a sign like Tienda. Yeah. And so we, we pull up and we, we go in, like, we all get out of the car, we walk into this house it was a house. Like it was one of these shops. That you walk in the front door of their house and the shop's like in their lounge room. Mm. Um, and, you know, which is pretty normal for Mexico. Like, you know, no, no bells or anything. That's just normal stuff. And we, we all... More or less. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we order half a kilo of eggs. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah, you order, you order by the kilo. So we walk out with this bag of eggs and we bought other things, a few road snacks. And because we couldn't road find a... snacks. Road trip snacks. Because you couldn't find a park, I'm parked in someone's driveway. Mm-hmm. And somehow I, the car rolled or something and dodgy brakes. And I rolled into like the garage door and, and dented it. And mm. my, my thoughts were, well, let's just, let's just get out of here. Like, you know, there's, there's no point knocking or anything. Like I dented the door. It's covered in graffiti anyway. Let's, let's cruise. And so we're back driving again, and we're following this like one-way street, construction, turn here, right, left. And we're moving through this town, and it, it was like this, the streets we found in, in Acapulco. Like you can't go off the main street because they just keep winding upwards, like you start moving up a hill. <laughs> so now the bottles, okay, okay. We're, we're struggling to get up this hill, and we're turning this way, we're turning that way, and we're still getting, we're getting higher and higher. And... Uh, we get this Going point. around in circles up, up the mountain. <laughs> pretty much. And we're like, we're, we're moving away from this town. Like, we're supposed to be checking out this town. We're not in the town anymore. We're like up halfway up this mountain. And we can see like the town below us. But it's like we were hours outside the town. Like, the town's like way down there. Like, uh-huh. it's, it's amazing view. And uh, we decided we'd better turn around and go back. Like, this was not the way. There has to be another way. Like, we messed up. Yep. And... So we're cruising down, back down the hill, and I'm taking my time because, you know, my squeaky little bocho, he was there too. <laughs> what do you call it? Black Thunder? <laughs> uh, well, it's got, it's got a couple names. Now I think we just call it bocho. Right. Like, like we're going to take bocho or, or hey, like it's, it's, okay. a, it's a friend, <laughs> unreliable friend. Okay. As you would call it like the scarab beetle or something. <laughs> no, it hasn't. Well, usually cars get their own names, like they evolve into a name. It started out as the as Negrito right. or El Negro because it's black, but now now it's just called Bocho because I don't think it hasn't earned a name just yet mm. or nothing good. So we're cruising back down, and it's windy, long, you know, straight. And I get to the point that like I'm cruising, I'm picking up speed, and we're going down this hill, and I'm. I'm I'm pumping the brakes and it's like, it's, it's like where it, it's very intermittent braking. And then it just gets to the point where there's like, there's no brakes and I'm rolling down the hill and I, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm the driver. So I'm like, shit, this is, this is really bad. Um, <laughs> for some reason, you know, the girls are having a great time. Like, ah, oh, no brakes. Nope. What are you worried about? Aaron, Aaron, <laughs> no brakes. No worries. You just drive. <laughs> Like, it's like, why are you telling us there's no brakes? You're the driver. You, you deal with it. You're looking at me pretty concerned, like, um, like, but trustworthy, like, would just fix it. Make this problem go away. Like, you're, you know, I'm, 
<laughs> I, I'm going to pretend like everything's okay, but we're, we're flying now. We're probably doing like 100 down this, this little gravel, half gravel, half road, road. And it's like, I, I, and I, I just, I just say, shit, hang on. Like, just, we're, we're going to die. <laughs> it, was, it was extreme. Like, you know, heart's pumping. We're in big trouble. And then I realized what the problem is. Mm-hmm. For some reason, Melissa's sitting in the front next to me. Yeah. And she's kind of half laying down and her feet are behind my brake pedal. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. So, it's like, so she's like, just like laying across the front passenger seat and her shoes and feet and her possibly bag, I don't know, is, is stuck behind the pedals. And she's looking at me like, oh, is that all? It's just, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Like what, I'm not allowed to put my feet there. Like real blase, no, no problem. We're about 150 now, flying down this hill out of control. And uh, so she moves her feet, everything's cool. And I get to put the brakes on and it was too much. And she's like, something snapped and the brake pedals go onto the floor. We haven't, we're not braking. And we, we smashed, like I'm, I'm steering, like it's come to the curve. I've got full lock on, tires are squealing and I've slammed into like the, the, bar- like the wall barrier of this, of this road. And we, we're, we're like, banging side kind of like bumper bowling <laughs> where we're bumper bowling this botch or down this curvy <laughs> hill oh like so just uh, you hit one side and then you hit the other side of the highway like yeah but, uh, but it was like it was like a toboggan it was like we're all in the car <laughs> boom <laughs> and as we're going around the, so i'm doing my best to steer this car down the hill at velocity trying to keep it on the road Hmm. And it got to the point that I, you know, I, I, I couldn't do anything else but play bumper bowling. Hmm. There, there was no other, there was no other option. Uh, we we get, we finally get to the bottom, and it was like the last curve, and we, I, I squeal it around, and we ended up just rolling the botch on. We're, we're on our side, everyone's fine, luckily, and um, but my car's, a, my car's a mess. It looks like destruction derby. <laughs> um, you and I, we, we climb out the top side, we jump, we slide over the bonnet. But the whole time, the girls are acting like nothing's up. Like, oh, are we here yet? Totally cool. <laughs> you, you and I uh, help the girls out of the car, we push it back over, and you know, it's, it's back on four wheels. It starts straight away, and off we go. I think all my rims are buckled, it's like over there, we're shaking as we're like cruising maybe at five kilometers an hour. And uh, we're at the bottom of the hill and there's this big, could have been a Kmart or a Walmart shopping center with a big open car park. And we just pull in like, what just happened? <laughs> like, how did we survive that? <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm, I'm there trembling from like, uh, just, just shake it up. Like, I, I think I, I'm the only one that seems to be concerned about it. It's like, no one else seemed to care. Like, well, we didn't die. Nothing happened. Everyone's cool. Uh, and then there's a whole lot of tourists there, like, you know, like, like American backpackers, um, people, like a whole, people just in the car park, like as if they were tail, tailgating. Um, but there was no, you know, everyone speaking different languages. We're all just hanging out. And this group of dudes walked past and like bagging my car out. Like, oh, look, look at this dick with his smashed up watch or like, is that, is that the best you got? And I'm like, you know, don't even start with me, man. Like, you know, you don't know what I've just been through. <laughs> So for some reason, we all get back in the car and we, we head back to this little town. We, we're assuming that's down the road, around the corner. But you're driving now. It's okay. like, you know, like, and, and I, I figure I like... I don't have a license, so... 
Kurt doesn't drive. I, I figure like... How does this thing work? Who, who cares? Like, Kurt wanted to drive. Like, <laughs> this is Mexico after all. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I thought, well, you know, screw it. My car's already stuffed. Like, you know, he'll work it out. We're only putting around anyway. And... Um, we, re- we do a few laps around this shopping center and realize the only way back is to go back up the hill and go down the other side. <laughs> okay, okay. This, so, this town is in the middle of a labyrinth. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> okay, okay. So we're cruising up this hill and we're, like, and we're just clunking up this hill because my wheels are all buckled and mm. it's like, well, there's no, there's no one here. It was just like, a, it was like an empty car park with, with people partying there and we're like, we can't. We're not in the mood to hang here. So you're driving up the hill now and you're taking the curves and it's all good. And you know, now I'm sitting in the back. Uh, Melissa's still in the front. You're driving. And Joanna's looking very concerned. Like she, she's looking at me like, you know, something's really major just happened. And I was like, well, about time. You're worried. Like, Bocho. <laughs> Bocho can't. Like, how did, how did, how did he even survive all this? <laughs> and she's holding her stomach. Our fifth beetle, uh, so I, to speak. It's, it's indestructible, that, that <laughs> car. Actually, I saw a video last night of um, the condition of the roads in Mexico. Mm. Because, I mean, you, you don't drive, but you know the roads are really bad. Mm. Like, we got, I got potholes here as big as the bocho. Like, uh, when I'm driving, like, literally holes so big that I, I think that's pretty why my tires are stuffed. Oh. Because, anyway, that, this is real life. Like, the roads are really bad here. Um, especially in rain season. The potholes are insane. Yeah. But this video I saw last night, there's like a grate on the on a highway just mm. just missing. Like literally, you drive in, you lose the front of your car. And this video has cars swerving out of the way, and someone's there. They don't put cones out; they get a camera out. And they're like, well, let's let's film all these cars race down this road, and we'll see who hits the hole and who doesn't. <laughs> and there's like all these new cars that are swerving around it. And then comes this white bocho kind of screaming down the road and just smashes straight into this. It's literally a, a, like a, a water, stormwater drain, grain, uh, great missing, at least a meter long. So it's just like just a hole. And this botcher just flies over it like there's nothing happens. Like just flew straight over top. I'm, I'm just picturing like Super Mario Brothers, you know, you hold, hold down run and just, just run right over the, those gaps. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that's what the botcher did. And, uh, I'll find this video, so you, maybe you can put a link to it or, or add it in. I don't, I don't know. But it's, it's worth watching. Like, it just, it's stupid, um, but entertaining. Uh, so you're, you're driving up this hill, and we finally get to the top, and it's like, well, for some reason, the only way, the only way forward once we get to the top of the hill was to enter a, a tunnel. Hmm. Or to go back the way we came, and we're there talking like, well, it's, well, we didn't come up the tunnel. Like that tunnel wasn't there before, and we can't go back because that's a dead end. It's just a shopping center down there. So, all right, man, cruise ahead. Go go through the tunnel. <laughs> uh, what could possibly go wrong? I mean, it's that's the way back. Logical. It's like you don't go down A, take B. <laughs> Press like on YouTube. Press like on Facebook. So I've just given you the okay mm. to um, we're going into the tunnel. 
it's, it's the way down and, you know, it, it turns, we go into the tunnel and we're all making jokes and road trip stories and this is great and, you know, mm. let's hope and let's find somewhere to cook these eggs. And uh, as we're moving further into the tunnel, it's getting darker and it just turns to pitch black and, mm. and you're looking at me like, how do I turn the lights on? <laughs> like your car has lights, right? <laughs> and and uh, because it's a 81 model bottle, there's this black knob on the dash and you've got to pull it out. Right. And pulling, the, pulling this button out turns the lights on. So we have lights now and you can't see anything anyway. Like it's just pitch black. You can just see the road that's kind of gravelly in front of us. Um, and the gradient of the road starts going down and you're like, Aaron, didn't you, didn't you say this car didn't have brakes? <laughs> it was like that just completely just <laughs> I, I was oh, like shit how, that. how did we forget <laughs> that my car brakes were broken <laughs> and uh and, and it was like too late now I can't do anything about that now let's just it's, it's all right this, this hill can't be that big um and we're cruising down and the thing is we're picking up speed mm. and it's terrifying because we're in this rattling like the wheels are shaking, everything's just trembling. It's like earthquake, and we're cruising down this this hill. That's getting inside the tunnel. Inside the tunnel, right? That's getting steeper and steeper. And I, I'm not very good with with roller coasters. <laughs> I'm not very good with heights. Mm. Like, I I just don't like it. Yeah. And it's like we get to the point that we're just going straight down. Um, and the road keeps curving down. So we're looking like we're just looking straight down into black. And, you know, we're going so fast that we're getting, that we're, we're, we're almost like losing gravity. We're like floating in the car and the road's gone. It's like, how come there's no like, well, we, we feel like we lost traction. The wheels aren't touching the road anymore. Right, there's no shaking because we're just. Yeah, we're, we're just, we're free falling. <laughs> like the, the road just gets steeper and steeper and steeper. And then we actually, at first, we kind of had a few bumps. Like we, we caught air, we're back. We caught air, we're back. Now there's just air. It's like we don't even know where the road is anymore. And it, it's we're free falling. Like we're it's like slow mo inside the botcher, looking at each other like like, like shit. Like this is it. We're going to die. But the free fall we were in slow mo. It was like Judge Tread. You've seen the, the movie where they go, they have this drug, it's called Slow Mo. <laughs> and it's a, like Max Payne bullet time. Or yes. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly like that. We're in this bullet time, yeah. and, but we're all interacting at normal speed, <laughs> kind of. Um, so we're falling and, and I say, well, let's, let's just brace ourselves like we're in an airplane crash. Like, you know, like you, you cross your arms and your head against the, the seat in front of you. All right. Um, and uh, you just snap at me. Like, Aaron, this is your fault. This is bullshit. This whole situation's fucked. I'm over it. I'm not going to die. So I open the door and get out. So you're like, I'm going to jump. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Like, um, at that moment... We, we're looking around like, well, dude, what are you going to jump to? <laughs> like, you don't even know what's out there. We're still free-falling as we're having this argument conversation. Like, and I was like, okay, fair enough. You know, I'm not ready to die either, but 
My attempt of not dying was to brace myself in an airplane crash mode. Yeah. Your idea is to jump out and to cling back onto the road that may not be there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was, it was really, it was really intense. Like, it was, it was like nightmare shit. Mm. Um, but we opened the doors and the doors like fling open and like they're flapping because of the air coming up and you, you've jumped. You, you just jumped out. And actually, no, before that happened, before you jumped out, because I, we're arguing over like, what the hell are you going to jump to? Yeah. And we look out and we can see like stairs and, you know, the stair on that side, the stair on that side, almost like this, this labyrinth style style tunnel we're floating down and like there's stairs yeah. all around us like there's like this with Dave Bo- David Bowie like walking off a ledge and then walking upside down on the other side of it well there was, there was, no, there was nobody walking it was just like okay but that, that's exactly what it was like there was it was like um in interstellar uh, you know you, you go to that other dimension of inside outside stairs and everything's like a reflection you can't mention that too much you're going to well it was it was like fractal (laughs) stairs like the more we looked into it the more stairs we saw Ah. and and you're like well i'm going to time it really well and i'm going to jump onto one of these one of these staircases yeah and uh, that's that's not a bad idea like we're going to we're going to die otherwise so so now we're now we're out on the doors because the doors of the botch open up perpendicular Hmm. like so so like it's like this car's flying straight down and we have these doors that are out like platforms on this. So we're now we're standing on, on a platform with all the air coming up, mm. um, messing our hair up. And, you know, it's all really crazy and you're about to jump. And uh, Melissa's like, let's just do it, man. Let's just, let's just jump. Totally cool. Joanna's um, still carrying this, this like super scared, upset, kind of weird mode. Mm. Um, and she's like, well, Aaron, if you jump, I'll jump. Like, so we're going to do this together. And, and we, we jump. But as we jump, the stairs completely just expand out. And it's like we jump and the stairs are kilometers away. Mm-hmm. It was like it was an illusion. Like <sighs> we, we, were, we were never going to jump to those stairs. Um, and, but what we, what we do, we all, I don't remember how we actually jumped. We jumped, we fell for a bit, and then we just, we, um, we landed like in, uh, if you can imagine, an hourglass and there being sand falling. <laughs> okay, okay. It, it's like we're, we're pieces of sand? No, no, we're, we're, we're us. Okay. And we jump and we kind of land onto, into the falling sand. Ah. And then we're kind of like clinged onto like a cliff. But the cliff is all wavy, like vertical and sandy. But the sand doesn't fall. It's just it's like it's like a, a wavy beach, yeah. vertical, and we're just hanging onto sand that isn't sliding for some, <laughs> for some crazy reason. And uh, and, and you, you're you're still upset with me because apparently I forgot to tell you there was no brakes. <laughs> and and then you're like, well, screw it. I'm I'm climbing this shit. I'm gonna like the sand isn't falling. I'm not dying. I'm climbing out of here. And you start, you start climbing up these, this bumpy sand, this bumpy sand cliff to the top. Mm. Um, I'm terrified of heights. So, like, my head's against the sand. I'm wedged against the sand and I'm not moving. Like, I, I'm, just, I'm terrified. I can't. I literally can't move. Even if I wanted to, I, I can't even move a finger because I'm just frozen. Mm. And, and uh, everyone's like, well, come on, Aaron, we have to climb. Like, you, you can't just stay here. And then we hear those bloody tourists again. 
you know, ranting and raving on about how mad this is and like, mad what is? We, we nearly died. We never heard the botchel fall. It just, it just went away. Mm. And, uh, and you, you're, you're gone. You're climbing. Like you've, you've, I can't even see you anymore. Like it's dark. You're, you're climbing the top. And I'm, I'm hearing these tourists come ranting, raving along about how cool everything is and they're flashing torches and stuff. And I look and right beside me, there's like a, a goat's track up this sand cliff. So you immediately know that it's the track of a goat. Well, it's kind of, it was thin and yeah. it was kind of like in this wavy sand. Like I'm trying to imagine it was like, it was like maybe 20 centimeters wide. Yeah. Like, like where do you imagine a goat's track would be up, like, you know, in, up this cliff? Okay. This wavy goat's track beside me and there's tourists who've torched just running or just, you know, just cruising along, walking upwards, like walking past me down this, up this track, up this vertical wall. But uh, like David Bowie, they're not affected by this gravity. <laughs> so they're, they're just walking past me like, look at this idiot. I'm like, what? What? Okay. And then I, I got up. And even though we're vertical, we can stand fine and walk up this cliff. So, so you you've must have realized at some point that, you know, you can climb fairly easy and you've taken off. Yeah. And Joanna's there pulling me like, Aaron, it's fine. Let's, let's climb. And we just start walking this track, walking up this vertical sand cliff. <laughs> okay. Like that. Um, we, so I, I start, I follow him. Like, okay, cool. Um, even though I'm, st- I'm still completely terrified because I've got this idea that I'm going to fall down. But, um, but, we, but we're not. But you, you don't fall. And the sand's not falling. Like, everything's cool. Um, we get to the top, and there's like, out of nowhere, we're standing at the top of this sand cliff, um, still vertical. But once you start walking, you realize, like, you know, your mind forgets that you, were, that you are vertical, and you just realize that we're, we're on flat ground again. Mm. Like, e- even though we're vertical... It's um, it's it's all, it's like we're flat. So right, right. Frame of reference has changed, and you Every, accept that it's that it's flat. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Everything just shifts. Yep. And we're inside like a, a gift shop, hmm. and everyone's like you know touristy stuff, buying gifts of this of this place that we're at. I still don't even know where we are, hmm. and it's where we're somewhere like it felt like. I was in a lost city of Peru or, you know, like, like some kind of Incan city or something, like yeah. from the touristy stuff that I, that I was looking at. Mm-hmm. And we realized that we're just at this tourist attraction. Like it's like a, a, an archaeological site. Mm. And we're inside a mountain that has no gravity. Mm. So you can literally walk, you know, up walls or upside down or whatever. And I was like, this is something that the, that the ancient civilization came across and they were living inside this, this mountain. Um, you're, you turned around and said, well, man, this is perfect for an episode. <laughs> but, you know, no one even knows this place exists. We, we, like, and then, then we realized that our backpacks are in the car. <laughs> like, we, have, we have no gear. And, uh, and I, I said, forget about that. This place is so cool. We just buy new gear. Or there's so many people here with cameras. Why don't we just borrow one of their cameras, like right now, and start recording? Yeah. And um, so, so you've gone off and you're trying to find 
uh, someone that will let you borrow a video camera and, you know, and maybe you go buy a memory card, but you, you said, okay, I've got to sort this out. Not a big deal. Let's just make it happen. And you've taken off. And I'm left inside the, I'm left inside the gift store. So, you know, I'm like, well, all right. And I'm, I'm, looking, at the, I'm looking at the artwork that's there. And there's, there's, what I'm looking at is like this face. It's like a plaque or like a, it's just like an artwork. But it's a face and the face has got four horns like out each diagonal of the face. Mm. But the four horns are like curvy and facing the uh, different directions. Almost like a, like a sun, or, but there's only four of them or like a, like a swastika. Yeah. And I asked the, the tool guide that's there at the counter and I said, well, what's, what's this about? And, you know, they and then not able to explain what, what she explained to me, but she just said, you know, the, the ancient people here believe that, you know, that as, as spiritual beings, we have infinite, uh, infinite visual representations of ourselves. We just choose to represent ourselves as human. And mm-hmm. these people knew that and they could like shape shift in a different, into different forms and that's why the face has got all these horns. That's like the, the, the energy morphing into morphing into different. I should paint this because I've got, I've got it so yeah. clear in my head. Yeah. We yeah. should. Uh, this is the this is the ancient people. This is kind of like the transition phase. What they look like. This is how they painted this representation of transforming between one form to the other, uh, which which is really cool. Yeah. Um. The thing was. I just said, this is, this is too much. Like, this, this, I'm over it. I'm tired. I sat down and I said, well, I'm just going to meditate and try and centralize my, my, myself so I'm not terrified anymore. So I work out so I'm cool. And then when, by the time Kurt comes back, I'll be ready to talk. You know, I'm not going to be all jarred up. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I woke up. Oh, like, like that. That, that, was, <laughs> I was like, that was like the end of my dream. <laughs> Okay, so you went, you, you, you sat down and you fell asleep in your dream and then you crossed over to the waking world. Yeah, I was, I was like, I'm sitting there and I'm trying to like calm down. I'm hearing, I'm hearing everyone in the, in the gift store, uh, gift shop, uh, the gift shop and it's like uh, I, need to, I need to chill and uh, I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling that, that feeling right now of like me being terrified. And, and I'm, like, I'm looking at the visuals behind my eyes, like I'm trying to centralize what the hell happened. And then I woke up. The thing was, I say that it was so intense because when I woke up, mm. I woke up and I was like, shit, I'm back here again. Like I'm, I'm laying in my bed mm. and like completely normal life. Yep. But the thing was, I didn't realize that my dream wasn't real. So it was like, you know, sitting in the bus stop and closing your eyes and then waking up to another Groundhog Day. <laughs> And like that was the insane part because like I just woke up and you don't you don't know whether you you're still dreaming. Like that transition from real to real was like I give up. I don't even know where I am anymore. <laughs> no drugs, <laughs> just a, just a dream. And okay. it was the first it was the first dream since that trip that I woke up and I'm back in this body again and I'm back in opposed supposed to be reality again. And it was like that, that changeover was so, um, I, get, I don't know whether you say insignificant or significant that I... Just so smooth. Yeah, it was like it felt the same. Yeah. The dream to reality is like I'm dreaming right now. I wouldn't know the difference. 
Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Shit, man. I I can't believe that you have such an in-depth narrative in your dreams. Like, I mean, with with mine, I mean, I I never get the the full story. Like, you you have this full continuous plot line, uh, and I mean, everything more more or less flows into the next scene. It's not mm. like oh yeah, and then suddenly we're at the park, or then suddenly we're you know, we're, we're in another street or, you know, I don't remember how I got between this place and this place, but that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, because well, that's, ha- that's my experience with dreams and never that, never that f- fluid. Most of the time I'm the same. Hmm. But every now and then I get hit with one of these dreams that's hmm. just so real. Like it, it, yeah. it's that fluidity between scene to scene that makes it seem like real life hmm. because you, you're there right through. I mean, I, I woke up and... I had to. I made notes and drawing little pictures and, and making sure that everything was there. And yep. I think that kind of helped me remember all yep. the um, all the bits. Like, yeah. I, like yeah. I didn't even refer to my notes. Like I think that process of writing it down just made it so real in my mind mm. that it, it, it could have been real. Like it seems real. Mm. Like as if it happened yesterday. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what, what the hell is that all about? <laughs> What's happening? What's happening to me? You're going through second puberty, Aaron. Yes. Prepare to grow four horns out of your face. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't uh, be the first one. <laughs> they already did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's, that's a pretty intense story. Well, I mean, of course, it's someone has this relation to reality because, of course, you have had problems with your Volkswagen. Uh, and and you have had problems where it's been shaking because the the wheels aren't on properly, the <laughs> steering arm isn't, you know, all the, all those things. So it's um, you know you could trace it back to reality and say this is a kind of spin off, but it has so many elements which don't uh, don't seem to be necessarily related to anything in in your life. I don't know. I guess you you read a lot of crazy ideas and and seeing a, uh, <laughs> an ancient carving of a face on a wall with four horns representing the shape shifting nature of of right. these yeah. uh, ancient civilization. Maybe, actually, maybe that's uh, that's kind of normal a normal idea for you. Well, for hundred percent for me, it's yeah. completely normal, which yeah. is why you know anyone else having these dreams might it might be ringing or, or throwing out you know alarm bells like. You're in a dream, wake up. But for, me, <laughs> for me, it's every old normal day, normal daily activity. I always think about this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, I, I'm manifesting this now in my dreams and it's as real as, as anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit. I did have some kind of in, interpretations about that, but I don't, I, I don't really know. Like, it's so... Yeah, it's so deep and diverse. It, it's difficult to to interpret it. I, I think like when we're when we're going down in the in the bocho, and uh, I, I'm like, well, fuck this, I'm out of here. I I think that's uh, and and you were saying like, oh well, I'm just going to brace myself. I think that's uh, um, I get the impression it's something to do with uh, like. It's like you're go- going down with the Titanic or something. <laughs> like you're not prepared to abandon something uh, in, until it's until it's too late. Yeah, yeah. That's it, it's it's a character thing. 
Yeah, because um, I feel like you kind of always find a way. Mm. Like you're like, you know, it's, it's not working. Don't worry, we have to do this. Mm. How are we going to do it? And you kind of go through the stages. That we, we step through thought mm. and we go, well, you know, that's no good. That's no good. Let's action this plan. Yeah. Where, where for me, I, I, I'm like a rock. I don't, I don't move. <laughs> Which can, can be good, but it can also work against you. It's a bit like have, that. It's yeah. a bit like Litecoin. Yeah, like, I've, I've been hanging on to Litecoin for the last two years, <laughs> and it's like, I, and I've been watching it go down the whole time. Like, went right down to what was the low point? Like a dollar ninety. After a dollar ninety, I didn't look. Okay, like, you, know, you know what? <laughs> that was a point you didn't. Well, and after seeing it, you know, from from three three years ago when we when we bought it, like around five or ten dollars, and it went right up to forty four. Yeah. And then, and then started going back down again. I sold I sold it eventually when it came back down to eleven. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> that would have been a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm pretty sure I told you at the time the volume was going down. Yeah. But <laughs> well, that, but now it's you know now it's come good. It's yeah. go, it's going back up again. It's going like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I I can stem that to like. I'm, I represent you in a, like, I'm looking at your, at your character and, you know, what would Kurt do in the situation? Mm. And it's like you, your character is as vivid in my dreams as what you are in real life. <laughs> it's like, I just, or maybe it's the same thing. Yeah. Maybe in that parallel dream universe, you know, you're, you're still acting you. Like, you're, you're, you live on. Yeah, yeah. Except I probably wouldn't have got angry at you in that situation because, we, <laughs> uh, well, maybe I would have. Maybe I would have. Well, I, I don't know if you you were angry, angry. Right. But, uh, I, mean, I was just saying, let's make a decision. Let's you, act. You weren't comfortable with the situation. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. I mean, I, I look back now and I'm thinking maybe our car wasn't floating down. Hmm. Maybe it was just it was just floating because there was no gravity. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I could have sat there and they would have come and found me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, have, millenniums been, later. Yeah, yeah, we could have been waiting there forever. Fuck, when is this thing going to hit the ground? <laughs> and then, then I would have, I was like, okay, I think you're right. We probably should jump. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, a, that's an interesting thing too because you said when, when we didn't actually jump, like we saw the stairs, but it was an illusion. There was nothing for us to grab onto. But it worked out okay anyway. So yeah. it's like when you when you set a goal or when you when you start some new project and, and you see that you think you can see the the first step and you're like, yep. But it's not it's not there. And then, uh, but you know, something completely different happens, and it turns out it's actually okay, and you're you're standing on solid ground, and there's you're not falling at all. Yeah, <laughs> but that's kind of like everything. You need, yeah. you need to take that first step. Yeah. And irrespective of what happens, you can't go back. So mm. you make it work or you make it happen. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's what you did in the dream because you're saying like we go to this archaeological zone and, and um, we didn't even have any equipment, but we're still <laughs> going to find a way to record a video. So I guess this, this dream is all about, yeah, t- taking chances and, and just figuring it out because because uh, life doesn't go according to plan. Life doesn't have a schedule. The world doesn't have a schedule. Yeah. You just have to make the most of wherever you turn up. So you need to jump more often. 
I guess so. Just yeah. keep just keep jumping. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, take a leap. Yeah, I think that's a good message. I mean, recently I'm I'm planning on uh, renting this place in Santa Teresa, like like half an hour walk away, uh, and I want to pr- rent one of the bedrooms on Airbnb. Maybe rent out the the other one to a local, and hopefully I'll I'll either make money or like reduce my rent to, to zero. Um, and the thing is, uh, I'm still, I, w- I was a bit concerned about it cause I know I have to buy furniture and I have to buy all, all this stuff. It's, it's quite a, it seems like a quite a big outlay actually. It probably won't be that much. Um, but, uh, I was, I made the decision. I was like, yep, I have to do this. Um, uh, you know, that's fine. And, I, uh, but then I, I kept second guessing it <laughs> and I, I almost got to the point where um where i was going to say ah oh, you know i give up i'm not going to do this if for almost no reason apart from fear i guess mm. uh and then yeah then the the other day i was uh i was trying to give itself some some words of motivation and and talk about how she can take photos and you know take take a few risks with with her with a business with her enterprise and I was like, well, shit, I can't tell her that. And, and, <laughs> and then not, not do this yeah. when it's, uh, it's actually something a lot uh, less scary than what she's going through. So <laughs> It's cool that you, you could, you're aware of that mm. because mm. I feel like there's a lot of people that are happy to give advice, yeah. but they don't follow it. They don't yeah. follow it themselves and they don't see it. Mm. Mm. So you're going to go through it, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cool. I'll, I'll take the jump. Yeah, and you know, it's it's not even like there's there's virtually no risk in this situation. I mean, the worst possible scenario is I have some debt to pay off for some uh, matrimonial beds, and and uh, I'm paying a little more rent every month. So <laughs> that's, that's that, really that's not the, so bad. That's the beauty of the, like the Mexican street market. <laughs> you can just go sit on. You could literally put your bed on the street. Yeah. Put a little A4 for sale. Yeah. What, however much you want. Yeah. And you're pretty much guaranteed to get an offer. Mm. Like, you just sell it. Mm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Thing, things move very quickly. You know, people buy and sell. Uh, they're very, I don't know. It's a very free market generally. Mexico, Mexico. Yep. Yep. Mexico, Mercado Mágico. Okay. Uh, cool. So, um, shall we shall we wrap it up? I think that's a good app. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So, my name's Kurt Robinson. And my name's Aaron El Jefe Battle. <laughs> Aaron, ring, 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 ring. Where's my coffee battle? Uh, no sugar, please. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, this has been the Paradise Paradox So jump on to YouTube and press like on YouTube or press dislike, Um, press subscribe so you can follow us and and get your your daily dose, weekly dose of of fresh new videos, funky fresh new hip hop style videos for your face and uh, jump onto Facebook and press like on 
on the Paradise Paradox on Facebook and hover over the like button. You press get notifications so they come up on your feed and you can stay up to date. Um, Jump on the paradiseparadox.com. Have a look through our our content there. You can trace back through the months and see our evolution as human beings, as shape-shifting, four-horned, ancient Mayan human beings from Chichen Itza. uh, You just reminded me of something I left out. Oh, what? Apparently they had a greeting these ancient people. Okay. What is it? They would do this. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's badass. So what Aaron is doing there <laughs> is crossing like two Mahalu symbols over, over the top of each other, like with the, the, the pinky and the thumb extended. Uh, so it looks kind of like, a, like four horns spreading off in different directions. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that, that's how they, how they interact. It was like... All right, What's that, up? that's a new symbol. <laughs> it's something, man. <laughs> cool. I, I brought that back from another dimension. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Insane. Uh, right, so if you're going to use Aaron's new symbol, you have to pay him royalty. So go on, donate.theparadiseparadox.com and uh, pay him a, a, a few Satoshis for every time you use every that symbol. Uh, suggested donation, one US dollar per episode that you like, and we really do appreciate it when you, when you jump on there and do that. Leave us a tip. We know when you see buskers in the street and, and you see them doing something really entertaining uh, and that makes you stop and listen, you decide to give them a bit of spare change. So do the same for us. Jump on donate.theparadiseparadox.com. We really appreciate it. And uh, also you can uh, have a look through the, the shop Amazon link there on theparadiseparadox.com and uh, that'll take you through to Amazon. Uh, it doesn't mean any inconvenience. Um, it just means if you're going to buy something from Amazon, we'll get a little commission. So if you're going to buy some buy some movies, what, what movies did we mention? Enter the Void. Into the Void is a good one. Yep. Um, or, buy, or maybe buy some books by Junvalo Malkizadek. Check out Interstellar. Yep, in, Interstellar, Amazon, Instant Video might, might be a, a cool watch if Aaron hasn't spoiled it for you there. And uh, well, if I have, you'll enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a pretty cool movie, very visually impressive. And uh, yeah, jump onto Twitter. I'm at Trouble Bubble, and I'm at Battle AZ. All right, great. Have a good one, guys, and we'll see you soon. All right, all right, all right. Thanks for listening to another episode, another epic, epic, epic episode of the paradise paradox so if you want to check out the show notes check out some links to some of the works movies books that were referenced in this episode you can head on over to www.theparadiseparadox.com slash 47 that's theparadiseparadox.com slash 47 so jump on over have a look check it out and be cool